Hey everybody, welcome to the Heartland Bonus Content Podcast Summer Slice Edition. Each week you'll hear from Dugan and Brent or Carrie, along with a special guest from our Summer at Heartland series and our Summer Slice Question of the Week. Thanks so much for joining us and here's your hosts. What's up everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Heartland Bonus Content Podcast Summer Slice Edition. I'm Dugan Shabani. I'm here with Brent Decker. Hello, how's it going? Brent, if you had to have a slice of something, what would that thing be? Oh, cheesecake. Oh, sure. nice. That Always. was that's I was, my favorite dessert. Is it really? Yeah, in the world. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that. That's a good answer. Yeah, I love cheesecake. And honestly, nothing crazy. I could even just it could just be a plain plain cheesecake. Piece of cheesecake. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Have, have you, you had the Costco cheesecake? No, but I have heard it's really good. It's very good. What comes out of Costco that's not good? I know, honestly. I know. Honestly. Last night we had their stuffed peppers. Have you seen the pre-made? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So good. Those are good. Have you ever gotten the like the little salmon tin? No. Dude, that's great. If you like fish or whatever, because it has the like seasoned it's ready to butter go. on top. And so that. you just pop it in the oven and it, oh, it's so good. And especially if you have guests over, yep. this would be my tip if I was Carrie. Just go to Costco <laughs> and get a pre-cooked meal yeah that's what we do yeah also you can have your own tips okay your yeah tips are i know good. i know your tips are good i try but Don't. yeah the costco meals they're so good yeah great all right well today's episode brought to you by costco of sun prairie <laughs> not really we gotta right. get a sponsorship dude if costco sponsored us that'd be great <laughs> that'd be awesome. they just walk in and deliver a salmon platter here here's your payment thank, tacos, thank you salmon, Ta- peppers. i miss the samples you know yeah. i i miss the i miss the sample for a lot of reasons like it was fun with the kids, they liked it. Mm-hmm. And the sample people are so nice. They're all they're super so friendly. Nice. They want you to take the food. They want you to take multiple if you want multiple. Yeah, and they're not judgy yeah. if you don't take it. Like any other grocery <laughs> store, if you don't buy the product, they give you a look like, really? You're going to eat yeah, my cheese? Yeah, they're like, no, I get paid either way. Yeah, these guys are like, through. hey, yeah, if you want, it's on sale. Otherwise, do you want another one? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, all right, it's a rainy Tuesday today. Very gloomy. Rainy, yeah, rainy week. I love this kind of weather, though. I love, of course, you. Can. I love like cloudy, rainy <laughs> in the summer when it's warm. Just yeah, crack a window, get that little smell of the fresh rain on the grass. Good yeah. book, cup of tea. Boom. I wouldn't mind a little sun, but you know, to each their own. It's well, probably you... your condition. <laughs> is is fair skin a condition? Yes. I didn't yes. know. It's like red hair, <laughs> fair skin. I it's get okay, it. Dugan. It's a sickness. <laughs> oh, all right. I thought it was just the you can't way help I was. It. You can't, I can't help, help it. God it. made you that way. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's something genetically. I have a genetic disposition against sunshine. I mean, there's a lot of things that genetically you have a disposition to. I for real, right? Like factual. Like what? Like what else? Um. Well, I'd have to look it up. But oh, I think oh, redheads uh, have not, like. Things not wrong with them, <laughs> but just like we are different. <laughs> we're a very unique, yeah. delicate breed of humans. <laughs> yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, whenever I think about going to like Europe or Scotland, or I, they're like, yeah, it's cloudy and rainy all the time. I'm like, go, let's go. <laughs> Sign me up. Let's go right now. Um, yeah, so it's a rainy Tuesday, but it's lo- lovely outside. Uh, this past weekend, we continued with our Summer at Heartland series with uh, Greg Giamalva. Coming up from Stateline Church in Rockford. That was fun. Our intro was fun. I had a lot of fun with Two two Lies yeah. and a Truth. That was a good time. I watched online. I wasn't here this weekend, but it was great. So I switched chuckle. up the lies. I wrote so many. I just, I was, I, when I woke up Sunday morning, I was You're, having I've fun. I had an idea. I was having fun in bed writing. I wrote like eight, eight or nine lies about Greg. 
What were some of the other ones? Oh, one of one time I was just gonna go. That's not Greg's real hair. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do that one. That's awesome. What, what were the ones I did at the eleven? So you or the ten thirty? I said. Um, do you remember blessing? You changed the first one. I changed both. Yeah, both both of the lies were different the second service. I can't remember. Oh, I said one of them. I said, <laughs> I said Greg was so bad at little league at baseball in little league that his coach made him play catcher, but had him wear two gloves, and so after every pitch he would have to walk the ball back to the pitcher because he was so bad he needed two gloves. Uh, <laughs> did people get them every time? Uh, I mean, every, both services, there was like two that were pretty split, Yeah, you know, so there was one that they were clearly like, that's not, that's not true. But yeah, both services, they were pretty split. Yeah. And I did, I went to the Philippines on a missions trip in high school where I think I knew that I went, uh, I was the prayer warrior, uh, quote unquote. <laughs> if you saw I did little hair. Yeah. That was, <laughs> honestly, it really was like, I just wanted to go with my friends and the yeah. leader of the trip was like, we'd love to have you come along, you know, if you raise your money. So. And then I did. I rap. We did like street concerts. We just would set up in the middle of Manila. That's and, awesome. Yeah, a bunch of kids and people would come. So we do a we do a, a concert and kind of intermix like worship songs and then some secular stuff and then do some Ooh, ministry and juicy preaching deeds. and prayer. Yeah. And so I rapped uh, the edited version of "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. That's awesome. And then we uh, should do that on the podcast sometime. We I just, probably still have it memorized right now. I could. I bet. Still I bet it would it. come right back. Like, right, right back. All right, blessing. Spin that beat. Let's go. Oh, you don't have your DJ equipment? Okay. All right. Blessing. That would have been epic. <laughs> um, yeah. So Greg was here. That was great. So uh, we are going to talk to Greg uh, in just a few minutes. We're going to chat with him about life, love, and other mysteries. <laughs> remember that? Do you remember Point of Grace? Remember that yes. band? From, that was one of their album titles, and I thought that was so funny. Life, love, and other I mysteries. I do have a very serious question for oh. Greg. Oh, for Greg. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm intrigued. I thought about it. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> Don't uh, nothing spiritual. <laughs> oh, obviously. Okay. But okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So Brent, let's ask. Her, uh, we're going to ask or answer our summer slice question of the week, which is uh, your favorite summer treat. Now I realize, like two or three weeks ago, we did favorite summer food. Yeah. And I answered freeze pops. So I sort of. I'm doubling down on the treat answer. Yeah, and I want to say something about the freeze pops. You (laughs) were not joking because Lindsay posted a little photo of you and I was like, just go to her Instagram. Maybe it was for Father's Day. It was for Father's Day. In in a collage or in a scroll. But I mean, (laughs) the amount of freeze pops stuck in the cracks of your couch. I stick them in the couch and mow through them. I was like, that wasn't a joke. Not that I thought you were lying, but I was like, oh, maybe it's like a couple... I was not embellishing whatsoever. No, not at no, all. A lot of freeze pops. I'm an embellisher, so I thought maybe there's an embellishment. No, so many freeze pops. I'm embarrassing enough that I don't need to like enhance my stories <laughs> You're like, to make real. them funny and embarrassing. It's that's real. Just, that's who I am. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, plus I had like a top knot in that picture. Yeah. That was a real flattering photo it was, of me. You were living life. Top knot and freeze pops, man. <laughs> People are like, what's it like behind the scenes? I'm just sh- a Tuesday. I'm sure Dugan's just like so funny and like amazing. No, nope, I'm kind of an idiot at all. So you're not going to say that? I, well, are you going I have another one. Okay. So yeah. I, so my other one is, um, I think I've done this twice this summer, but I I just, I, don't, I can't think of like a past memory that makes this really exciting for me, 
But swinging through the drive-thru and getting a McDonald's ice cream cone. Oh, for sure. Gosh, just... It's just like amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're I think they're low fat. I honestly mm-hmm. think McDonald's ice cream is not is is like de- fairly not healthy, but on the scale of ice cream, I think it's okay. Not bad. And yeah. just yeah, just the crunch of the cone and the quick you know. Oh, just and it, the bottom part. Bottom part. When you get to the bottom part. The little uh, like the little sections filled with yep. like nice soft ice cream mm-hmm. and that final crunch. Yeah, dude. Yeah, whenever whenever Phoenix doesn't finish his, I'm like, gimme, gimme, gimme. You're like, I'll, I'll take I will, that. I will Actually, eat the bottom. I just want the bottom. I just want the bottom, buddy. Uh, yeah, so I'll say I'll say McDonald's ice cream cone. And you know, they're they're what, 89 cents. Oh my gosh, or something? they're so cheap and so good. Yeah, so cheap and so good. The problem is their ice cream machine's broken all the time. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not true. It's not broken. I, I found this out. The reason it's shut down so often is because they have to go through like a really rigorous cleaning process because it's, you know, actual dairy. That so when it's time to clean, they have to like disassemble it, and re- and so if you ever go and they're like it's broken, it's probably not broken. They're just having to, they're keeping us healthy, you know, keeping yeah. us safe. I'll be like, it's just being cleaned. They got to ultra pasteurize the <laughs> milk that's in the ice cream again. Yeah, uh, Brent, what is your favorite summer treat? Yeah, so I it was it was hard to narrow down. I like there's a lot of things that I have, but I think the most consistent thing is rainbow sherbet ice cream. Oh, that's a good one. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And especially when it's hot. It just right. feels it feels right. And I like ice cream obviously all year long. But sure. rainbow sherbet in the summer. In the summer. The way to go. Because then when it's warm, it's like the outer edge gets like that real soft. Yeah. You know, so it's like that nice soft bite mm-hmm. with the cold center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's And good. I think it started, <laughs> my love for sherbet ice cream started with, do you remember the Flintstone push? Push pop? Yes. yes! The orange. It's so yes. good. I used to have those. All, oh, wow. Hit my mic. Okay. I used to have those all the time growing up. Yeah. And Love them, and then I realized <laughs> they came in a container. You could buy, you could buy a, a whole giant thing. one. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Love it. And then so, yeah, yeah, like I the see. cardboard would get all soggy. Yeah, if, if so you you're just pushing it up, and it's yeah, <laughs> shape changes. It's like and a your birth. mouth is on the cardboard. Right, you're trying to suck it out. Yeah, gosh, good times. So good, good times, man. Those are okay. good. I like yeah. those. Those are good. So well, maybe my, that's my we'll uh, we'll maybe ask Greg what his favorite summer treat is. Yeah, I'd be curious. Um, all right, so let's get right to it. Here, uh, let's jump into our uh, quick conversation with Greg Giamalva from Stateline Church, live on Zoom from Rockford, Illinois. Uh, all right, Greg, uh, dude, uh, I thought it was so great for you to come up this past weekend. Thanks again for giving the time and the teaching. And dude, I did not know, I, I learned something from your teaching, which I, I was so excited about. I had no idea. Uh, the the ancient thing you said about the train, where when a king would conquer, they would they would cut a piece of the conquered king's robe and then attach it to theirs, like a my grandma making a quilt memory quilt or something. So I I did I had no idea. That's so interesting, and that that brings so much more significance to like yeah, the train of his robe filled the temple. You're like, all right, is he really into model trains or I don't understand, but that's so cool. Yeah, it is. It's an interesting little nugget. It adds perspective to the train. I mean, you know, it's kind of a weird thing to mention in the story, right? The train of his robe. And so that adds some context to it. The other kind of thought I had is you think of like a bride with a very beautiful Mm. dress and she has a big train as well. And usually it gets so all eyes are on her. She gets Mm. all the attention. It's it's like a symbol of splendor or glory. So, I mean, you, Mm. you could look at all both those parallels and kind of see why a train is shows both power and victory and then a, a glory and a majesty. But that's an yeah. interesting nugget that the Bible clarifies as like important sure. in the story. That's so cool. Yeah. Actually, I, yeah, I remember it. 
at our wedding, I didn't want Lindsay stealing all the glory, so I also had a train as part of my suit. So I was like, "All right, like, guys, it will be longer. let's we we can both be equally majestic." Well, here, do you, so do you remember majestic. like people like wearing tuxedos with tails? Do you ever remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah. <laughs> Which is just a weird thing. I don't know why guys ever did know, that, man. but that, that's maybe to to keep up with the ladies with their yeah. trains. I picture I pictured. I pictured Dumb and Dumber. Didn't they have little tails on their blue and orange suits that they kept flipping up? <laughs> oh yeah, when they're putting out the vibe. Yeah, they're putting. Out... Do you remember that at the when the yeah. scene? Yeah, he goes like, to the bar. He the goes, vibe. "I'm gonna I'm put out the vibe." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Weird. No man, it was great. So so Brent Brent apparently has a a deep question for you. I don't know what this I, is. You're, you're setting this up very. That's what like, you this said. Is going to be profound. I know, but I'm regretting that I said it. That oh way. okay. Not profound, not spiritual. But last night I was with some young adults and we were talking about, we mentioned the weekend a little bit. There was a lot of confusion on the two G's with the name, with Greg. <laughs> and just wanted to know if there's a better, if, if do people say it Greg ever? Or is it like a long G? Or the story behind the long G? What's a, how's a long G? It would be like hard kind of, it'd be like Greg. Greg. Uh, but it did get asked and, and I said, I'm talking to you. So I said, I will ask. All right. So there, there's a minor story here. That's just going to disappoint the masses, the three people who are listening to this. Yeah. They're my mom's going to be sad when she's listening. (laughs) Yeah. So Sharon, shout out. Love you, girl. All right. So I do love your mom. Don't say you love my mom. How dare you? I do. Everyone loves your mom. She's amazing. That's true. She's amazing. All right, so my my birth certificate name, my government name is Gregory with one G. So <gasps> wow. my actual name is Gregory. My mom thought it was cute to drop the Ori and add another G when she wrote it out on paper. And it just, that's where it came from. So it's not even my actual name. My name is Gregory oh, wow. with one G. And yet, and so it's just been like that ever since I was a kid. I had an art teacher in high school. She'd be like, you're Greg with five G's, three G's in your first name, one G in your last name. And the fifth G is God is with you. So there you go. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like a, did she say it creepy like that? All up in your face? Like yeah, she kind of did. did. She, lean in? she was a sweet lady. She was a sweet lady. Creepy. Creepy. But oh sweet. my gosh. Yeah. Creepy but sweet. So there's really, I wish there was a cooler story behind it. There really isn't. Um, I had had one season in my life in my early 20s where I was like, do I drop the other G and and then just be Greg like with, you know, one G and like a normal person? Like a normal Greg. By the way, think about every Greg you've met is weird. Greg, most guys named Greg are weird. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. Shout out to all the Gregs out there. So, have you ever gotten in trouble at the airport or something where like your license has one G, but you know everything else has two Gs or something? No, because when I book things, I always book it under Gregory. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Pastor Gregory, Pastor, Is that what we should refer to you as from Archbishop now on? Gregory. Yep, he knows Archbishop yep. Gregory. <laughs> that's awesome um something else that this isn't a question but i'm sure maybe you guys talked about it maybe you didn't but i was watching online for the first service 
and there was a bit of a snafu for the beginning of when Data Remember video played. Your guys' mics were unmuted. Oh, no. And the fear inside of me of what might be said between <laughs> you and Dugan in that moment, I immediately started tech. I was like, his mic is everyone's mic. I can hear everything. <laughs> and you said nothing bad. It was for a very short couple seconds. It was a, some sort of talking about sports. And you you said something like, rookie move or something like that's all we heard was like this little oh, glimmer funny. but i immediately was like who knows what they're saying together yeah i think we were talking about golf or something i'm like this could be so bad but it wasn't by the way who who you, that is a rookie sound engineer move is uh, we had that happen sorry to your sound engineers i'm sure they didn't mean it but um we all make rookie moves but that happened to tyler a couple of weeks ago at state line he oh yeah she passed he her sent state me line. this clip and yeah. he it was like he had a long video in between his message or like the first part of his message was a long video and then yeah. the second part. so he went to the bathroom while his mic was left on while he was in the bathroom yes. yeah and so people are hearing like during this really emotional video they're hearing like flushing and uh, yeah huh? Very hard urination. Um, <laughs> I know. Just imagine how so, bad that could be. Well, Tyler tells it because he goes, you know, he came back out and could tell like people were really distracted by something and kind of squirrely. And so eventually he kind of figured it out. And so it comes back from this like really emotional video and he's smiling and he goes, did that, did that just happen? That just happened, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said he bumped into somebody like Home Depot the other day who was like, man, when your mic was on, when you were in the bathroom, that was the funniest thing. <laughs> so he's awesome. like, yeah. Right. Nobody knows what he preached about, but they'll remember that. Forever. Know what you talked about? Don't care. My favorite part <laughs> was when you peed on the microphone and the part when you were done talking. <laughs> hey, you know what? Based on some of the stories that I've heard and we've told of things pastors have accidentally said on stage, that's not, that's, Ty's getting off easy. There, that, there's, there's some, uh, there's some rough stories. Kind of insulted all the Packer fans. <laughs> Kind of as well you should have and there was a point where i almost i had something pop into my head where, where i was really gonna go but then i was like Ooh, no, read the room greg like you, you get away with one you can't they're slowly pulling out tomatoes and throwing knives and you're like ah, i'll back it up a little bit <laughs> uh, anyways yeah well, um well i said plenty of dumb stuff on, on the microphone that's for sure oh gosh yeah that'd be that's a whole nother podcast so um I, w I was going to say this is this is random and I don't I, this isn't necessarily a question I don't mean to put you on the spot man but I, I as you were talking about the and I know you've talked about the story of of Andrea before um, and you know how with uh, the birth of your second was that with Luke your second Luke yeah that she yeah that she came really close to dying she she I mean she was extremely high risk for a for a number of hours I remember in the hospital and. And so hearing you speak this weekend about um, that no, ma no matter what's going on, whether something minor or major is causing stress or discomfort, that as you read from the passage, that God is still King of Kings, in control, Lord of Lords, you know, uh, there's angels for eternity singing His holiness because it's who He is. And so I remember... Uh, we were we weren't living actually in Rockford when that happened, but I remembered uh, from a, a little from a distance, kind of watching you, and and we connected a little bit and hearing through other people, you going through that, and it felt like, at least from my perspective, that you really found that balance of this is horrific and terrifying and uncharted, 
but I do know that God is still in control. And so I know you've talked a little bit about that kind of after the fact, but for whatever that's worth, as you spoke this weekend, I just remember thinking of that time in your life and going, yeah, you like you lived that. This isn't just empty words. Like you, you lived, you know, arguably one of the most terrifying experience anybody could go through. But still, I remember in that moment, you looking back and even watching you in it going, yeah, God's still here and God's still in control. Yeah, and I mean, it's a, one of the hardest things sometimes to reconcile. And Dugan, I know you also understand this personally and keenly is, is to reconcile um, what God does and what he can do versus just who he is and how mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. intersection collides in our faith. Um, That's good. And really, we worship God for who he is and what he's done, not necessarily for what he will do. Um, that's mm-hmm. not to say he can't do something amazing, but worship really is an orientation of ourselves around the splendor, the beauty, the majesty, the power, the transform- transformative power of who God is and just mm-hmm. what he's done for us. And if he's never done anything beyond just Jesus going to the cross, that's enough because the mm-hmm. promise of our faith is the resurrection, not mm-hmm. anything beyond that per se. Like we know we have eternal life and we know we get to rise again with him and we know we're forgiven. And, but it, it does. So worship is powerful in that um, it helps put you, it gives perspective. It, it, it mm-hmm. puts you in a place where you're seeing God for who he is. Now that doesn't discount the fact that God can do something. I always think of the story of Paul and Silas when they're in prison and they're worshiping oh, yeah. God. They worship and the walls come down, right? But here's what's interesting about that little story is you look at that story and one, we don't know what they were singing. We don't know if they were asking for God to, I'm pretty sure they weren't anticipating or even asking for an earthquake. Yeah. And they never yeah. left. <laughs> and, and and so huh. the earthquake came and natural inclination would be like, oh, God's let us free. Let's run. Well, they actually saw that God was trying to do something else in that moment, and their worship was powerful. It changed the atmosphere around them, but not for their own plans, but for God's plans. And you see what happened is the jailer was going to kill himself because yeah. he knew that if they if they escaped, he would suffer their same punishment. So Paul and Silas say, stay, use it as an <laughs> opportunity to lead him to Christ, lead his entire family to Christ, and then they get set free and the jailer helps him out anyways. But you you look at that and you're like, they we sometimes we hear that story they were set free so they could run away or they were no they were set free the walls came down just for someone else through the power of their worship mm. so they're bearing testimony in an awful time and then god shows up so and they stay they show an act of compassion and love that's how that man saw that god was real and so sometimes we even think like well why are circumstances happening to us or what's happening around us. Well, God does have a redemptive plan. He always does, but it just may be different than what we expect. And worship helps unlock that redemptive plan either in our life or in the life of someone else around us. Because I'll tell you this, Dugan, if I watch you worship and I know your story, that is a, such a beautiful testimony to me of who God Mm -hmm. is and who God is in your life. It's powerful to watch people worship in the midst of still the fallen world. Um, yeah, it bears testimony to a God that is real, almost more so than just stuff. All our problems are always fixed all the time. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. That's such a great definition of worship that it's yeah. for who he is, not what he's going to do or what he's, because we would, we would in our culture generally associate, Hey, I'm going to respond positively when you've done something positive for yeah. me. <laughs> it's easy to praise or thank after you've gotten right, something. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I think we hang up a lot of our 
when we're worshiping or why we're worshiping based in how we're feeling, like the emotion that we're currently feeling. And I think in the last couple of years, I've learned that they're not always the same. Oh, <laughs> like sure. my worship is not, doesn't always match my, how I'm feeling emotionally or yeah. whatever, but it's, yeah, the same concept of like holding both things in the same hand, they can coexist. And I think a lot of times, at least when I talk to people specifically with like how they engage in worship, you hear a lot of, um, you know, maybe I'm not feeling it or mm. I'm not, you know, in the best place. And so it's just like that mind, sh mind shift a little bit to say like, it really isn't about your emotion that yeah. you're experiencing in that moment of how you should worship. Um, yeah. which I think is interesting. Yeah. I know the, bring, we, like us. Uh, oh, go ahead, Dugan. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, as I say, like, you know, sometimes you talk about bringing a sacrifice of praise. It's this idea of, mm. well, I may not feel like it, but I'm bringing it because once again, who God is, they don't have to be singing mm -hmm. my jam. I don't have to feel like I'm in the mood. <laughs> Things in my life don't have to be perfectly going the way that they should be going for me to be able to praise. You praise yeah. God yeah. and bring praise to him, not because of what I feel, but because once again, he is worthy of it, regardless of how I feel. And that yeah. doesn't change based upon my circumstance. Yeah. I was going to say, I remember um, in the Seder meal, the Dayanu, that the, there's that prayer that mm -hmm. you repeat the phrase Dayanu, which is a Jewish phrase that translates, it would have been sufficient. So the idea that that any one of God's great wonders, even if he stopped it, like you said, Greg, it's just, you know, Christ is the promise of our faith. So even if that's all God would have done, that would have been enough. And yet he's done so much more. And, you know, we have hope that he does so much more. So I remember my mom got a tattoo that says yeah. Dayanu to remember that. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. not to say God still doesn't show up. Of course he does. God's active yeah. and yeah, present. Yeah. But his plan, once again, it's like, it's just beyond what we can understand. He like, if, if on the surface, Paul and Silas thought the earthquake came for them to run free, then they would have missed what God was really trying to do, which was to save an entire family. You know, so mm. it's, it's never sometimes what it may seem and God, so God is always moving, but because his plan is the redemption of humanity, you know, that's his mm. ultimate goal. Um, it, and thus we, we, when we partner with him in the mission of the church, it's the same thing to bring the redemption of not just my own soul, but all of our souls and, is to God. And anyway, so yeah. yeah. It, Preach. That's, that's great. great. Yeah, man. Well, dude, thanks again for being here this past weekend. And, uh, you know, hopefully we never have you back. So this was yeah, the last time. I, based upon my Packers insult, I probably won't be back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, based on how the Cubs got trounced by the Brewers last night, uh, we don't have a whole lot of ground to stand on right now. Yeah. You know, I'm a seller. I'm not a buyer. I'm ready to let this team go. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I might be with you. It was supposed to be a dynasty um, and is not. It's over. Let's rebuild. Yeah, Come on, let's retool. We got to retool. Yeah. It's time. They're not. Gonna... They can't win a World Series. They don't have any pitching. Anyways, are you gonna are you gonna try out again for the backup bullpen catcher? That's kind of your dream. I, that is my dream. That'd be a glory. <laughs> what a glorious position. <laughs> I know. Actually, I looked it up one time, and they yeah, like bullpen catchers, they make like seventy grand a year, and they just get to like travel with the team, you know, all around. That'd be a that'd be a gig, dude. Like. If you're not married, no kids, that'd be so fun to do that. So, well, too, too late, late for, for us. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, man, dude, thanks again so much. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. All right, see, see you, brother. Bye. All right, there you have it. Greg Giamalva, good dude. I like him. 
Um, I like. I, I really like the relationship we have with State Line. Mm-hmm. Those of you, I don't know, because you've been down there. You've led yeah. worship and stuff down there. It's, yeah. It is a very similar, like, totally. Vi- it's like very laid back. Very, you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously. But there's like passion for ministry and the gospel, and it's yeah. totally come as you are. There's no prerequisites. Yeah, and, it feels like yeah. When I was there leading, I was like, oh, this feels really comfortable. Yeah, yeah just yeah. the way they do church and yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a good church. I like. I like what they're doing. Uh, so that was great, Hivenim. So, uh, all right, a couple quick uh, 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 scheduling updates. So this Wednesday, I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but Wednesday night, we are having our summer pop-up at Windsor Community Park. Yeah. And uh, is there another, there's another treat from the Heartland Kids team. Yes, another treat. That's great. Don't forget your swimmers. Swimmers? It's like your swimsuits. Oh, your swimsuits. <laughs> Swimmers, swimmers, I pictured like swimmers. I pictured like flippers and then the blow up floaties on your there's arm. There's no pool. It's right. Clear. I'm here for I'm splash here. Splash pad though. Yes, there is a splash fun. pad. So kids and adults alike, wear your yeah. Wear your and swimmers. be on the lookout. We um like last week it rained right before the pop up. We ended up still having the pop up, but we kept everyone updated on social media. And so okay. just if you're if I don't know what the weather is tomorrow, I haven't even looked. It doesn't look like rain. Okay. I think great. I think it'll be and it's supposed so to be a little bit warmer. Oh, so that'll be even better. We'll be nice. Yeah. But if anything changes, we have been updating online. Yes. So and know. uh yeah, bring uh there'll be treats, but bring pick up a lunch or, or, yeah. or dinner or bring a dinner and bring Chipotle. some food and snacks. Let's just list all the restaurants. Chipotle, Culver's, Chili's, Culver's, Chili's. Texas Roadhouse. We should, could you imagine if like a whole family showed up with like a catered Chili's? Dude, Chili's them? to go is good. I've never had Chili's. Oh, to go. it's great. Yeah. I like their chicken tenders that have stuff on them. Yep, their chicken t- and then the dude, their chips and uh like queso their or chips, chips and are, ranch. Their chips are really is fantastic. Good. Yeah, because they're nice and thin and yeah, salted. Oh. Chipotle chips are good, but they're either gonna be amazing. Really gross or too salty. <laughs> it's it's, it's really you got a thirty three percent chance of hitting the jackpot with Chipotle chips. Oh, that's awesome. Do you ever you're eating a bag and you're like these are good and then you get one that's just not lime right. and salt uh-huh. off the charts and like rubbery something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one that one clung to the bottom for a while yeah. and then they dug it out. <laughs> oh, that's also awesome. sponsored by Chipotle today. Not really. <laughs> um, and then this weekend we our brand new six oh eight pastor. Oh, Quentin. What's his last the name? Lord Cummings. Quentin right. Cummings. Is that right? That's right. I think that's right. Okay. I was like, wow, I just said yeah, that. Yeah, good so for confident, you. But no, no I don't yeah. Know. Quentin Cummings. He's a good dude, man. I We are all so psyched that he's on the team. Amazing teeth. Amazing teeth. Did anyone see his headshot this weekend? Yeah. All of his Instagram is like headshots. Like professional headshots. <laughs> so. <laughs> he's, so he is a photogenic, talented is, man of God. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Love those. Yeah. Uh, I think they're real. They're his no, natural yeah, teeth. So too. Okay, good. Um, yeah, he's. Uh, we're so stoked that he's here. So he was here this past weekend, hanging out at the Connection Point. I know a lot of the students and parents got to meet him, uh, and he will be preaching this coming weekend. He'll be speaking in our Summit Heartland series. Good opportunity to get to know him a little bit more and hear his heart. And then, yeah, he's. Uh, it's his first day today. Yeah, I think technically. All right, he's official now. He's officially on staff. So he. So fun. We have a lunch today for him. That's true. Behind the scenes, bonus I, content. Bonus content. Our staff will be having a lunch to celebrate Quentin's and somebody's birthday. Who's birthday? Jim, right? Jim. Quentin. Quentin's was on oh. Saturday. Oh, Quentin's, Quentin's was on Saturday. Jim's is today? Yeah, I 
I didn't even tell him happy birthday. I walked right past you him. I gotta jerk. go. We gotta close this. We out. gotta answer and go with Jim and have a birthday. Let's go out and walk around the building and come in like we just got yes. here. Hey, I just walked in. Happy birthday, Jim. Yes. I remember. Yes, that'll be great. Um, yeah. So join us Wednesday and then join us uh, this weekend at. Uh, this weekend is only one service. Yes, Fourth of July. The yes, Fourth of July. It's a nine o'clock service. So come join us. There'll be Heartland Kids. Uh, and then if you're unable to come to the nine, it will be on demand online after that. And then the next week we'll get back to regular scheduled programming at nine and ten thirty. Uh, but yeah, any Brent, any final thoughts? No, I mean this was great. Okay, I really want ice cream. <laughs> I know now I'm all craving ice cream. Yeah, but that's all. Brent, uh, blessing, are you good? Any thoughts? Yeah, no, you good. All right, blessings <laughs> getting married in like a month. I know. Boom. All right. So exciting. Do you still want me to sing the rose by Bette Midler? At the wedding. Some say love, it is a river that drowns the tender reed. Okay, we'll stop. <laughs> okay. I think we should leave it just like Just that. like that. We'll just fade right. out on us singing. <laughs> if anybody listened this far, they're like, what is what's happening, happening right now? now? The coffee's kicking in. That's it what's is. happening. We're yeah. waking up. Waking up. All right, everybody. Uh, we Much love to you all. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you Wednesday night, this Sunday morning at 9, and right back here next week for the Heartland Bonus Content Podcast Summer Slice Edition. <laughs> <laughs>